I was in rock bottom. He was in rock bottom. We did not have anything. He said that okay, you have a job, we'll do it. That's the attitude we always have been. This focus was very very clear. We treat people the way in which I want to be treated because they know that uh, we give them so much of respect. We give them their space. Then the ownership comes. Whenever they say Jayanti, it means trust. This is the fiftieth episode of Dream Hundred Show with Mrs. Jayanti Verma. founder of retail interface private limited this episode holds a special place in our hearts as dream 100 show podcast celebrates its first year anniversary today welcome to dream 100 show listener i am your host savita hosamani each week we interview today's most successful and inspiring business owners with winning teams who had the courage to chase their dreams in spite of all their challenges or we go on to explore one aspect of evolving business owners cultivating their inner strengths for personal growth which will impact business profits positively join us as we bring you everything that goes on in the minds of successful business owners during decision making process and gain insights to make smarter decisions in today's episode we talk to mrs jayanti verma who is the owner of retail interface private limited she started off her business journey with her ex colleague during the recession period when she was handed the pink slip she chose to walk a different path by creating employment for herself and converted her existing situation into a full-fledged business model amazing isn't it with zero investment and the grit to earn her business journey started off and she and her business partner built the entire company with loyal clients locally and globally her business journey has a learning lesson for every entrepreneur at every step so let's hear the winning team secrets from her right here right now on dream 100 show let's get uh, started so welcome to dream 100 show mrs jayanti it's truly an honor and pleasure to have you here on our show Thank you Savita it's pleasure uh, I'm looking so looking forward to doing this with you thanks a lot mm-hmm. yeah awesome so we want to understand how did you start off with your venture mm-hmm. uh, I used to be working with a management consultancy company which I started my journey in uh, Delhi in 88 and I moved to Bangalore till 2000 i was working at that company and in 2001 i decided to move on with an american multinational unfortunately that is the year there was a major recession which was happening and the whole sag division they had to close down so i was also part of the sag division and unfortunately i was also uh, given a pink slip so <laughs> the reason for starting this main venture is as i i would say that we were fired and something else got fired you know in our head that <laughs> we started a new venture yeah so the journey got fired which the, the talent which was there inside i guess it needed to uh, start somewhere and this was the right time and an opportunity probably if i would be working somewhere 
maybe i would not have taken this this decision so uh, one fire got uh, ignited one more fire and my journey started yeah <laughs> awesome so here i would like to understand since you were working and yeah. uh, you didn't have much uh, exposure to any kind of entrepreneurial journey right true yeah basically wherever uh, i'm not sure fortunately or unfortunately i always had this ownership wherever i was working i was a very proactive person and i did lots to do business development in wherever i was working you know like in the oisha corporate when i was working also i was in that role like very proactively i used to do a lot of work when i moved to bangalore also the all the corporates i used to somehow get lots of business for the company so i had this um, basic inherent knack of doing things on my own very highly charged and motivated person so but i never gave it a thought that i want to do something on my own because i wasn't sure where to begin because entrepreneur journey is not a very mm. easy journey unless and until you have somebody who could be there with you mm. and one wasn't sure how the commercials would work whether one has to put in money or where do we do it mm. or will i have some mentor to support me though i had the talent but all this one were uh, questions mm-hmm. uh, so when this pink slip happened it was a great opportunity for me to push myself because you you don't have anything you you're not losing anything you know Correct. so you had to find something for yourself and you have to do something for your family so that is when uh, i said let me uh, try it out why not there is some talent with me there are connections which i have already made i have a very good reputation in the market mm-hmm. so uh, i just have to follow the processes the right a process which i had learned from the company i just implemented it great when it comes to business what happens is you are all alone right here you have True. to start making decisions when you are yeah. in the company you are kind of shielded because uh, it is only one particular role you will be doing but True. when you start off with your venture yeah. uh, you have to put on multiple hats so how did you manage True. that so savita I, i don't know there is something i think the destiny also has played a major role in my life i feel in terms of my family i was the eldest in the daughters and mm-hmm. i had a elder older brother so mm-hmm. my mother uh, passed away very early in life so there also i had so much to do in life though i was just pushed into it and you i had to figure out how to manage the house how do i uh, cook how do i go and study so multi skilling already i did so taking on a new process or new job was not a problem for me at home you know there's lots of things you figure out now it's not easy to replace a parent so i figured out when we started this all this admin role and the financial role the commercial negotiations all these things were already i was doing but only thing was the ownership like we need to decide there are some budgets you mm. can't overshoot you cannot do things the way in which you want to do it because in a company as you said that or even if you do a little bit of budget is more you always can give a reason no 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 this is a good thing we bought we did this mm. and uh, you know travel you exceeded you might come up with a reason or you need to work on a cash flow you might go go back to the seniors and say that we do not have money so but here like you said that everything is on you 
you need to if you don't have money you don't have money you need to budget budget everything and work within that so uh, since i already had a life experience and already i was doing all these things in the previous company things came naturally to me wow yeah did you choose your business partner as well no so again i'm saying that i'm so totally believing in destiny in this relationship whatever has happened my partner and i we were working in the same company both of us moved out of the company at the same time mm-hmm. so it was not a planned decision but we moved out to different companies mm-hmm. unfortunately he also got pink slip and i also got pink slip mm-hmm. and he was doing a project in between you know right between 2000 and 2000 Mm-hmm. there was this one telephone call which came to me it was not meant for me mm-hmm. he called me to talk to somebody who's of my same name mm-hmm. so then i uh, said that see this is not that jayanti if you are looking for so mm-hmm. what is, then he was asking what are you doing and things like that we caught up and we said let's meet so mm-hmm. when we met and we said like listen we need to do something about it since you have got the connections i've got the talent to do the marketing why don't we start something i said yeah because i know you i've been work with we worked together quite some time mm-hmm. so why don't we uh, join hands maybe it can be a very fruitful journey for us that's how we started awesome so once yeah. uh, you uh, teamed up after that uh, like what were the next challenges which you faced see the problem is we uh, have worked in corporates okay wherever i have worked it is only a couple of departments i was the only lady who was working in the department yeah. so for me it was nothing new my partner also comes from that background we did not find anything strange probably people around you or the people in the family might have not not my family or not his family because uh, we we all knew for quite some time and uh, they were great support and uh, from the families we did not have these questions but people around you you know even though the very the guys who were on top still they had this looks you know oh, to people a lot of them would say that your wife or mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. you know like that and we had to explain to them it to them saying that we are not we are, we are friends we've started this company so this kind of thing but now uh, even the customers were, when they were giving business they were little uh, oh you people are married or uh, how is it what is the relationship they were little curious but we made a stand very clear we are uh, great friends and we been uh, we know each other for some 20 years and we worked uh, together and we are running this company so we were very clear about it and we were not shying out in saying whatever we wanted to say so i guess when you know where you stand these things becomes very easy when you're doubtful then the question mark starts no yeah so yeah having a co-founder uh, with you and both of you started off on a very difficult start it was because you had Journey just been handed the pink slips and then thereby exactly. you probably finance would have also been a big issue for you at that point of time and having a team of your own would have been not easy right yeah yeah sure we did not have money at all zero so when we started we did not have we just had one project which was giving some some very little money i i can't even say that because it's too small 
Mm-hmm. Fortunately, we had some associations who said that you come and share our office. This is what I'm saying. You no, know, Disney has played a major role for us, for mm-hmm. us to be together, for us to get this business, and for us to move forward in life. Maybe people might find it very, uh, very untrue, but there is a destiny which is playing in our lives because it's just not possible for one call to come and for us to start something which we thought that we don't know. We were not sure when I started. I thought. i need some money to run my family mm. and i need some reserves to build i was in rock bottom he was in rock bottom we mm. did not have anything so first thing we did is we had one credit card we had one project end of the month we knew this much money would come mm. we went and borrowed on laptop since the office was provided one laptop mm. and one uh, they were we were sharing even the internet with them mm-hmm. this this happened for 6 months we put our head down i traveled in bus i i gave my car on rental for people because i said that expense would you know uh, yeah i rented my house uh, because i need I, i don't know what income i would get because end of the month only i will know what will i get so mm-hmm. i used to travel in bus and i used to take my lunch this is what i did for 6 months when everything kind of sorted then i said okay i can i i can afford to pay rent and get a better place and then i can take back my car and i can fill petrol that was the situation okay this is uh, something uh, very very uh, touching when you go back to that uh, time because uh, you were used to drawing handsome salaries and exactly. suddenly you have to give everything on rent so what was the mindset during that that time did you not feel like uh, giving up or quitting or saying that hey let me at least look around for a job again then that thought cross your mind no savita the point is that uh, what do i have now at least i had a opportunity of doing something okay mm-hmm. jobs you try jobs people that is the recession which was going through and lots of people had so many restructuring they were doing within the company there was a massive uh, shortage of jobs available in the market okay mm-hmm. at least i had something i could do and when i wake up i know that i have to go to this work and something will come mm-hmm. rather than sitting in the house and waiting for something to come and approach me point number 1 point number 2 these two kids were looking up to me they do not know what is happening why have we moved from that house and why have we come into a small place why is that we don't have a car all these questions were going on in their mind but they don't know why is it being done mm. point number 3 there is no point in me regretting that i don't have these comforts comforts can be built i feel like the mm. comforts will come so far if you put an effort and you you kind of focus yourself and rebuild it will automatically come to you i needed to do this at the at that point of time i said that there's no point in sitting and thinking that i'm losing out this no i just have to see how i can move forward how i keep the fire burning this was only thing which was going on in my mind i am not going to be sitting and crying <laughs> over something which is not there let me see these are all small things i'm going to sacrifice it's perfectly fine it's blessing in disguise my children are very grounded i am so grounded and i'm thankful that every time i think that i want to fly i i think that what happened in 2003 so i come to ground awesome so you had the true entrepreneurial spirit within you yeah exactly 
Mm-hmm. Then how did you start building the business? Like you said that there was one project and then... Yeah, yeah. So initially when we started, we had one HR project because mm-hmm. we both of us are coming from an HR background and a consultancy background. So yeah. that is where we started because that's what we know best. Mm-hmm. So when we did this and uh, we got one of the retail training projects for the sales associates. So when we did this program, those guys were really impressed. And they said that, why don't you guys manage our stores, retail stores? Those days, retail was just coming in and it was booming. Mm. So we said that we don't know anything about retail. Probably we can do training and we can talk to your employees. We can tell them how to groom. But the point here is like, how do I manage your inventory? We have never done anything like that. They said, you guys are good. And we know we you understand the concept overall, but you guys will do a great job. Please take it. Mm-hmm. And that too, the locations were Calicut and Coimbatore, not oh even in Karnataka. Yeah, you can imagine. I was just clueless because though I know both the languages, Malayalam and Tamil, but mm-hmm. to hunt the guys and get things fixed there and setting up things for them, it was a task. But on the job, I learned. I think I'm a God has given me decent amount of, I guess, uh, learning capability. So we quickly uh, learned all the uh, tricks of the trade and we were able to manage both the stores. Meanwhile, uh, during doing this, uh, we had like um, almost 25 stores which we were managing in Bangalore. Wow. Along with one being Titan. Titan also we were managing their uh, store which belonged to a company which was located in Commercial Street. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the these are all I had to learn it on the job, you know, like we had to figure out how it is being done. And those people also cooperated because basically they said that you, you have the basics, right? We will help you out. You know, people have been kind to us mm-hmm. and uh, that's how we grew in watch business. So yeah. quick learning and learning on the go had that inner uh, confidence as well to uh, deliver what was uh, expected. We mm. always believe that any opportunity you get, we never said no. Anything we got. Mm. Do we have the liberty of saying no? No. Mm. We just have to learn because we don't have money with us. We, mm. are not, we, we don't have any great background to say that, okay, I've got the reserves. I'm not going to take this project. No. We didn't even, the amazing thing is, we also did a shortlisting for the interviews in one of the IT companies. They were giving us some nice money. I stood in the sun for two days, shortlisting. Wow. Nothing major, no brains were required. But I said that end of the day, we are going to get some two lakhs here. So, but we never said that built a relationship. Those guys understood. You guys are really amazing. And you guys want to do this. You never said, you never brought your uh, your status or what you have done earlier. Nothing was brought. He said that, okay, you have a job, we'll do it. That's the attitude we always have been. Wow. So then afterwards, how did you start growing your team? Savita, we always believed that we didn't want to throw money. Mm-hmm. We always believed that whatever we have, because uh, we knew how difficult is to earn money because we were put into that situation. Hmm. So initially, uh, me, my partner, and we had about two other people, one who could manage our office hmm. and the accounts was outsourced and a guy who would go in the market. When we entered into uh, the Swiss watches, we had to do imports and stuff like that. I had a driver. 
So my driver used to be my all in all. Everything he'll go to the bank, he'll go to the income tax, everywhere, wherever forms had to be mm. filled, he will do. He will do my packing also. So I will organize all the watches. I'll put everything into the box, and my partner will uh, help him pack, and I will do the courier. Everything we, it was shared between us. We would do majority of the work of four or five people together. We would do that work. That's brilliant. So yeah. how did you establish your work culture? Uh, work culture. See, we always believed in giving. When you give more, you get more. Hmm. This policy always has been there. And why are we doing this? We we were very clear in our head that whatever we are doing, it is for us and people around us and for our families. This focus was very very clear. We treat people the way in which I want to be treated. You know, like if I want to be treated with dignity and respect, mm. I would I have to treat others also the same. So my clarity was very clear. You know, whenever somebody comes, we are very clear what is expected out of them, and they do it. because they know that uh, we give them so much of respect we give them their space we allow them to do the way in which they want to do it you know then the ownership comes if i am going to put my ideas and tell them you do it in particular way he is not going to put put his heart and soul so he operates in a in a particular way each one of us have got our own styles so we just allow him to do it the basics are all right you know your value system ethics your customer orientation is all in place the styles are different but everybody works with so much of happiness there so much of freedom in our office people walk in i don't even have to ask them when did they come what time they are leaving everyone is focused dedicated all of us are working towards making things successful there so isn't it something great that when we allow them to do what they uh, they want to do in their own style so this much is, benefits are there yeah this is something amazing which everyone should learn but uh, how you. did you i mean how did you bring in that kind of uh, culture see uh, i would uh, give this to mr vikram lal who was the aisha uh, uh, was the was the owner of managing director of aisha the chairman finally he retired as a chairman mr vikram lal i always used to see uh, we used to have lots of small group activity which was done in the company you know like if he wants to implement something in the organization and put it across to the staff what he would do is like uh, create a small groups you know mm-hmm. and small groups and those points were put out into the groups he will not never say so it's easy for him to uh, write out one uh, one uh, circular and say that for example if he doesn't want people to be smoking in the corridor or somewhere outside Mm. he can say that guys you cannot smoke this is a circular from with effect from so and so you are not supposed to smoke inside the office or office lounge or office premises mm. he can just say that people have to adhere to it but he wouldn't do that he would allow he will put out this problem to the group and he'll allow the pro- group to take the decisions and then the group will come out so the ownership is on the people no you understand that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he is not taking the decision so tomorrow people would feel that okay we decided this the company is not doing anything the 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 company chairman has not dictated that we should not do it but we have co- formed this group and we have we have a kind of come to a conclusion that how do we implement all those things there are you know lots of things which i saw in this place and that kind of instilled in me and then it stayed with me and otherwise also i always felt this this was there with me in inside me also you know like 
we should be allowing people to work in their own style because personally when i was working also i used to really suffocate i never conformed to a uh, lot of things in the organization so i was never popular because i would do things in a particular way i am and people would expect that oh i told you to do like this why i'm not doing it mm-hmm. i can do this like this also you know that there are other different methods of doing things i may not be comfortable in what you are saying but i am comfortable doing this the end result is the same hmm. so so that all these things culminated i decided that we will put it out into our place and our team it's all working fine with us great and what in case sometimes you find that there is misalignment people agree on to something and later on they don't uh, stick themselves to it in such cases did you have a chance to encounter such uh, cases yeah there are some things which we feel that if it's not working we have a one to one with them we sit down and talk understand what is the problem if something is really bothering about some problem and if they're not able to adhere to that we kind of uh, get into why somebody is doing that there might be some reason for someone not to do that no? seriously everybody is i feel everyone has got good intentions but somewhere down the line something may be bugging them we have a uh, word with them and then we ask them we tell them if both is aligning we work together if it is not aligning and if it is serious problem then we say it's not working for example what we do is uh, in terms of money if people starts comparing we had a case like that you know mm-hmm. here i might help somebody you know like we are a small team mm-hmm. so somebody has requirement somebody does not have requirement so mm-hmm. i cannot generalize it one guy really needs money for education for his daughter because the mom, amount what i am giving may mm-hmm. not be sufficient so what we do is we support support education maybe one or time i want to do something for his medical if he's really running out of cash some issues mm. so the other person comes and says that you have given it to them you give it to me we say that don't compare mm. you want something come to me so let's mm. not get into this that you do this you're doing him a favor you do me it's not favor it's my decision that he is in need of that and we are doing it you want mm. something you come and ask so this person wouldn't understand that Mm-hmm. so we said that uh, um our thoughts are not matching so we just have to part we parted mm-hmm. in a very nice way awesome so what do you think are the three qualities which a winning team should have first of all trust we mm-hmm. all have to trust each other and we our value system should match because if in a team if i believe something and others are not not believing the same thing then our value system if it is not matching then we will not be able to move forward the integrity should also be there with discipline mm-hmm. so yeah these three things are really really crucial for a successful team if you are not disciplined again then you know you will have lethargy in turn it will reflect on the customers you won't take them seriously and we are doing lots of customer service work you know mm-hmm. we are interacting with customers their time has to be respected so if at all you do not have discipline then you will never value others time correct mm-hmm. yeah so these three fundamentals are important for any any success whether it is personal life or business mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. awesome so what do you consider as your biggest achievement in all these years yeah i keep telling everybody i may not have uh, uh, have a major bank balance or i would not have built great assets 
but what gives me immense pleasure is my customers trust in me the and my credibility with them mm-hmm. so much highly they speak of me whenever they say jayanti it means trust i really feel very blessed and that gives me immense pleasure and satisfaction i i don't want anything more amazing <laughs> yeah so what was your lowest point in your journey so far when we have things we take it for granted hmm you know oh yeah i have got nothing is going to happen for example covid hmm. we never thought the things will shut down the whole world was shut down we took hmm. things for granted we never said that anything can be closed everything will be running nothing is going to happen this world will remain but hmm. no it is not so feel that losing a job because i always thought that nothing is going to happen i'll have this job i'll do this i'll do that hmm. never take anything for granted and there are no securities in life we need to uh, make use of whatever you have mm. uh, with you and if the challenges come you should not look at that as a challenge you mm. should try and see how can i use that challenges and you know to my advantage and maximize it awesome i think you have <laughs> all the qualities <laughs> which <Yeah. laughs> a successful entrepreneur has so uh, let's understand like uh, when you are dealing with stress how do you manage uh, your work stress for some reason uh, i think i owe this to my father he was a very disciplined man we always had to wake up very early in the morning hmm. uh, early is like 4:30 Mm-hmm. so we uh, yeah uh, that's been the practice for us right from the beginning and uh, second is that this lot of discipline everything we do we had times you know uh, mm-hmm. we had to have the you know breakfast in a particular time lunch in a particular time this was mandatory in our house mm-hmm. and a uh, discipline has been part of me always for mm-hmm. stress if you ask me i would say we need to incorporate exercise into our daily routine which is so important because when your mind and body is activated you think better mm-hmm. you know you wake up in the morning early morning and do some exercises whatever form anybody wants to uh, do they should do that discipline and getting good sleep i think these three, three things are more important because when you sleep well you think better uh when you are disciplined it gives you uh, much more clarity on what you want to do because you are not running behind the time you are not doing anything i don't have time and it stresses you know mm-hmm. yeah so and exercise exercise keeps you fit and you are always alert yeah uh-huh. so i don't stress myself yeah too much mm-hmm. yeah uh-huh. yeah you have an happy go had lucky attitude yeah <laughs> great so what advice uh, would you give to aspiring entrepreneurs uh, how to uh, look at because nowadays uh, as we see people come together mm, sure. very quickly they come they build a startup and once they yeah. are not seeing results they tend to get very very frustrated and we see so many brilliant startups shutting down if you can give some very good message to them what would it be yeah this i closely observed one of my son's friend he started a startup they were all over the news and that and this i i, I had a chat with this boy just wanting to understand mm-hmm. what is he doing could not understand what he was doing 
really could not understand. Mm. I asked him, what exactly is your business? Mm. He could not even explain to me for five minutes what exactly. It was so cluttered. Mm-hmm. So first of all, these kids have this misconception that they can do everything. You know, they're not focused. You have to do one thing at a time, which you are sure of it, which is your core competency mm-hmm. or something which you can do. You cannot do multiple things. And then if they don't see results, immediately the result is wrong. It's not working. It doesn't happen like that. Nothing is overnight, nothing you build overnight. You need to have time. You need to be patient. You need to give so much of your heart and soul. And then whatever challenges comes, you have to hold on to that and make it happen. This journey is not an easy journey. Mm-hmm. And quick money, there are no shortcuts for this. Yeah. Awesome. So <laughs> what is that one sentence which you keep telling yourself to keep yourself going? See, as an entrepreneur, every day is a challenge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because today, uh, today month beginning starts, you're saying, how do I pay salary for these people? By the time you finish, if you are running a private limited company, you need to pay your TDS. By the time you pay your TDS, you will have to see how you make sure you're paying all other bills or mm-hmm. how do you get uh, your funnel filled? What, what is the other businesses you want to get in? So this is a struggle all the time you will have. But mm. life is not easy. So what we, we have to learn and practice that challenges will be there. Mm. We just have to see how do we address this. Mm. And we always have to find a solution which is middle path. You can't have extremes, you know. Uh, I can't say that I don't want it or you can't say I want it. We just always have to work, make sure that we are in a win-win situation and then move forward. Some Mm -hmm. things you get, some things you don't get. It's all right. (laughs) Wow. So you're bringing in the spiritual angle of Buddhas when you say the middle path. Yeah. Sometimes always you don't win. Mm. See, if at all in in this jargon is used very often, we say win-win situation. Mm -hmm. What is it? Every time you you can't be the winner. Mm. Yeah. So somewhere we have to come middle path and agree to it. So in your yeah. journey, like uh, any funny incident which you remember, which brings a smile on your face the minute you think about it? Funny is a weird, funny situation it is. To our, see, when we used to manage uh, these stores, I don't want to name the uh, name the company. Mm-hmm. So those people were highly critical of us and they said that you guys don't know how to manage, you guys are doing this, you guys are doing that. They had one one long list of what we are not good at, you know. So we just moved on. Uh, we didn't want to do that job anymore. Mm-hmm. But today we are managing that place and we are we are telling them all these things. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> just imagine that you, you lost it on something because the same list is being reversed today. Hmm. So I guess <laughs> what goes around comes around. So yeah, yeah. it's it's funny though. Awesome! Yeah. I think uh, that's a very good comeback for you guys. Yes, yes, yes. How did you find the balance between business as well as your family? Because that is the most toughest thing for us women, especially women. Yeah. So uh, Savito, one thing we have to understand that why are we doing this business? It's not because I want to get personal pleasure or I want to be doing something incredible. 
end of the day you need this family if at all this family is not there you're not a full person at least to me so i had these two kids not even a day for both of them i have missed any of their parent teachers meeting i have sat down with them to do their homework i have escorted them wherever they had to go for their entertainment i have managed to do all the holidays so i would figure out my time and squeeze in whatever best i could do i have not made my work suffer i have not made my uh, uh, personal life or the kids time suffer it's a juggle you have to do only i don't even remember one or time where i'm missing anything for any of these things you know both the things i have it's a, it's tough it's not easy as i'm saying it but it's mm-hmm. been tough i have managed this time i have put in so much of heart and soul into it my physically i have got drained but end of the day the smile on the kids face and the success in the office brings me pleasure wow so yeah. you have found the perfect integration then work life exactly <laughs> work life yeah. integration yeah. exactly awesome, awesome. thank you <laughs> awesome so with this we almost come to the end of this uh, brilliant conversation and thank uh, you we any uh, point which you feel that we we have missed out and it might add value if you feel so please go ahead and add for me this entrepreneurial journey has given me so much of confidence hmm as allowed me to explore myself and then so much i did this isb mm-hmm. i did this ambassadors program because this is all the confidence what we are learning from the entrepreneur journey if i were to be working i to i don't think we would have been exposed to all these things met some wonderful people mm-hmm. i did uh, some amazing physical activities i went to went to hong kong did a spartan race which is one of the very complicated ones like you know you have like uh, 20 obstacles and you run like 100 meters and all those things i don't think i would have ever or uh, done it if i were to be uh, not doing this journey so uh, i guess whenever we get an opportunity we should kind of take it away mm-hmm. and uh, what more one can uh, at least ask for because you got that opportunity and use it don't give up that's mm-hmm. what i feel yeah <laughs> so you are a perfect example of uh, how to make the best of whatever you have got in your hands <laughs> exactly yeah yeah brilliant it's thank you wonderful thank you. wonderful talking to you and understanding your journey i think this gives lot of insights for everyone even for me in the process i have learned a lot thank you so much <laughs> thank you thank you savita pleasure I thank Mrs Jayanti Verma from the bottom of my heart for taking out time to share her wonderful business wisdom insights. Here are my top 5 takeaways. My first takeaway is that convert every challenge which you encounter in your life into an opportunity. My second takeaway treat everyone in your team the way you like to be treated. my third learning your value system is the backbone of your business success and personal success as well my fourth learning being disciplined in business will bring in loyal customers my fifth learning and my fifth takeaway is that 
teams which trust each other will work together in harmony and are self accountable as well never lose out on an opportunity to learn about cultivating your inner strengths on dream 100 show we strongly believe that life is just a play we win some we lose some we miss some and we mess with some so enjoy your journey and play to the fullest thank you so much for listening to this episode of dream 100 show and now make a smart decision of taking the next step towards building your trust and your dreams don't forget to subscribe to dream 100 show and leave a review on apple podcast share your biggest takeaways with us and follow us on linkedin facebook and instagram for more details shoot an email to us this is savita signing off and catch you soon in our next episode okay.